very warm welcome to the second part of our Cheltenham podcast. Today is the third of the four days. Um, just proving we don't want five days, because if you're as bored as us by now, we definitely don't want five days. Um, <laughs> we move on to day three. Ascot's bloody enough at five days, and we like Ascot. Well, it is, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So, we move on to day three. It's the uh, 120, it's the Marsh Novices Chase, and the idea of many bankers... Um, of the week for many people is this horse I would imagine Envoy Allen John are we Envoy Allen fans well I, I, I am a fan um, again I think are you a fan boy yeah <laughs> I mean I, I think this, we, we'll have a better idea come Thursday how these stable switches are performing you know I mean this could end up six to four it's all these stable switches have got dick. It's true. It's true. You know, I mean, there's absolutely no point playing at the minute. Um, will, you, will you be logging on to Twitter to see what, see if Blogger and Stallion have had the bollocks on? Blogger and Stallion will be all over this. The Stallion will be emptying out on this. I guarantee it. <laughs> It'll be lifting uh, on, lifting on. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wish I'd taken notice of what happened to the switches before the race. Yeah. Then you later you later pop as the stallion gets the revolver out. It's definitely a blogger bet this, isn't it? I, I mean Massively so. What what I want to happen there, this is from my, my perspective in this. I mean everyone can see what chance Envoy Allen's got. But what I want to see in this is uh, Mick Winters sticking seven litres of unleaded in his, like he did at Cheltenham earlier in the year. And, and this pulling 14 lengths clear and, and Boy Allen up running, you know. <laughs> and then Boy Allen pulls 30 lengths clear at rest. <laughs> <laughs> <And> every, <laughs> you know, just, just, just to, you know, just to ruffle some feathers. That, yeah. that, that'd be my choice of... Uh, yeah, I think uh, to our listeners, and you know, I think we're dis- disrespecting discussing Envoy Allen. Really, it's one of those, you know, you can see it for yourself. It's there. It's the best horse. It could be one of the ones, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. but like you said, you know, imagine the scenario you're in if all the Elliot switches start running terribly. Yeah. You know, like you said, this starts odds against. That's an oh. absolute nap. Well, what, what will Mrs. Thompson do anyway? I mean, she might pull it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all getting duffed, you know. I mean, this is one they're not going to want to get duffed, ever. You know, if there's a doubt like that, they might think there's stuff for this. We'll, we'll wait. Precisely. Punch us down, send him home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sneeze, have a look at him. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we're not going to dwell too much on that race, but... I'll probably look at Blogger's Twitter for that race because it's kind of thing that he'll he'll have emptied his balls on. Stallion will be on, you know, and it'll be, be bad with nerves, won't we? Pair of we start we start cheering him to get beat, don't we? You know, yeah. <laughs> Stallion will be on Aldi Beans for a month, won't he? If that gets done. Anyway, one fifty-five second race. It's the. Uh, uh, 
attempts network final handicap hurdle for the bent ones all year. Um, John, have you spotted any bent ones for this? In the, yes, uh, that's in the... them. Uh, <laughs> entire field's been bent all year. Um, I, I actually got this down to 14 at one point, but I remember with anything under 10, 12, um, it's tending towards a classier type of race, really. And the better horses are seeming to shine in it. And yeah. then uh, six and eight-year-olds had the call. So I, I, th- I thinned it out again. And then rather stupidly, one of the two I've come up with, it doesn't fit me profile. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Um, obviously, the, the boss is Oscar for Sneezy. Um, leg two of the massive double for the Marlons. Um it's, it's, it's efforts are there for all to see. I mean, it's going the right way. It's, it's got a favourite chance. Um, and the one that interested me a great deal was Spirit of the Games. Um, I, I, I just like the fact that Skelly Wags are coming, coming here in, instead of a, an earlier shout in, 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 a, in a chase, actually. Um, yeah. And... He's on a better mark over hurdles. And I, I just think he's got a lot going for him, mate. I think suit. Um, I think he's a value player. It's, um, it's one of them that always like runs some massive races. Very tricky in a finish, as you know. Mm. You know, This is North, basically, that, that messes around in a finish. And it'll probably, for anyone that's backing Spirit of the Games, mm. You'll know what I mean come the finish. It's literally when the music stops. Um, it's just how he is. He gets there in his races, he comes there powerfully, and then it's like, you know, you know what What shall we do? Uh, 1.6 you know, pink, don't worry. Yes, yes. Um, so, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I, I see your point there. Um, what... My my bet, I'm going to asterisk it because I like it that much. Do I think it's possibly as much value as what I'd like? Possibly no. Imperial Alcazar, it's, so it's my second asterisk of, of, of the week. Yes, it, it's one for me that could get to sort of, um, I honestly think this could be 160 animal in terms of, of what it can achieve. The reason being, because how it defeated Mr. Harp last time. I even said after the race, God, I, I back Mr. Harp, and I, I, I ran into one. This horse just effortlessly got to the front, then messed around, and as if to say, <laughs> what do you want me to do? I, I can, I the can funny thing run. about that race, Lee, there was plenty of tries, wasn't there? That's right, yeah. You yeah. know, um, it wasn't the case that he was beating a dozen non-jiggers. Yeah. There was a few chuckle hats in there. Plus, as well, I, I, lo- I want the yard to get a proper a proper Saturday grade one grade one performer. Deserve it for sure. Yeah, they, they're a great setup, and I, I just I, I just it's another I want to cheer it on kind of thing as well. But if the price is constricted, you know, a bit constrictive, or like I'm, I'll probably not play. But I'm going to asterisk it anyway. If if I get around six to one each way on Betfair on the day. Then I'm a player. I I I cannot see this horse far away. Um, uh, so Imperial Alcazar for me. 
We move on to the third race. It's the Ryanair chase. Um, I've got another asterisk for you in here, so I'll go first for a change because I'm putting John on the spot first so often. Um, and my asterisk here is Melon um, of Willie Mullins. Um, ran well in the race last year. Um, I mean, it, it, last time out, I mean, it's amazing. Isn't it? It's a grade one, grade one chase, uh, the, uh, the, the Leopard Sound Festival. I mean, they had a float up. I'm not, I kid you not. This horse was seven or two. If you tell me that that horse didn't float up and, and we're trying for its life, then I, I, I'll, I'll pack the game in. I mean, he took on Kenboy for the lead at at the Christmas festival. So what did they do last time? They dropped it right out. They they showed no interest in the lead. It was never put in the race. It was a complete float-up. This, for me, is the horse's Everest. They were touched off, unluckily, right on the line last year by Sam Crow. Um, I think, as I said, to me, I, I don't understand why it's as big as seven or eight to one, because... I honestly believe that that Melon really should be just about nearly favourite. I, I, I honestly believe that. Uh, I think it's a spring. It does. It's a spring horse. Always runs well in the spring, and I, I just love it. So asterisk Melon each way round the the seven or eight to one mark. Strong bet for me, John. Great. Well, I've, I've got a strong bet as well in this. So choose your camps, folks. Um, <laughs> Fakir Dudarees. Um, unlike a few of these, I mean, for example, St. Calvados, um, the flirty with longer trips this year, which makes me think, well, have a think if you start there, get a bit one pace at this sort of trip. Uh, Min's 10 year old, you know, uh, Dash or Drasher, um, seems to work. Leveled off, I think, form-wise. I, I, I don't think there's much improvement in that one. However, this one is of massive interest over this intermediate trip for me. Um, his last win was over 20. Um, since then, he's been pissed about over two and three mile trips by the baby Joseph. Yeah. He's the young, youngest contender here. And I think he's open to a lot more improvement than most at... I really, really like his chance here. Well, Catherine always, Catherine loves this horse. Um, you know, uh, she, uh, Catherine Fry, she, you know, she always said, you know, this, this horse has yet to yet to show its best. And uh, and to be honest, John, can't, I can't knock your easing. Uh, I think the step up in trip two. Like I, think, I think the trip's absolutely key. You know, I don't Perfect, think it wants yeah. yeah. but this is its trip. I mean. I had this out with the ginger Hitler yesterday. He said, never wins, never wins. I said, it does win. I said, it wins at this trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, that's, that's good. I, I like, I like Fakir. Um, as I said, I've only gone for Melon because basically what I saw last time and clearly it's a project uh, for this race. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally uh, accept your reasons well on Fakir. So interesting, me and John are logheads there in the Ryanair. Uh, both with asterisk bets, uh, star bets <laughs> if you like. Um, so pick, pick, pick your camp, like John says. Uh, 305 Cheltenham is the fourth race on the card. It's the uh, Paddy Power Stairs Hurdle, obviously made weaker with the uh, withdrawal of Time Hill. Obviously, Roxana uh, won't be lining up in the Stairs Hurdle. Well, we don't think so. She's been declared for the uh, for the mayors. 
Um, so this maybe might set up nicely now for Paisley Park, John, do you think? Well, you've been sweet on this for a while for this, haven't you? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he's, he's probably the rock-solid option and certain to run his race. I, I couldn't chuck shit at anybody back in that one. Um, the, the one I like is Fury Road. Uh, as a verdict over Time Hill at the fairs last year, not much of a verdict, I'll admit, but, and there was a case for saying Time Hill was a bit unlucky, he got squeezed out at the last. Um, but I think this one's had a light campaign, whereas you like to Paisley Park, I mean, knocking the Shangri La out of Time Hill and vice versa. And, yeah. You know, uh, I, th- I think this one's probably got a, got a big run in him this week. Interesting. I mean, he'd have to improve. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, he, I mean, looking at his balance of his form, you know, he's behind Florian Porter. Um, you know, um, did did run well behind Beacon Edge last time, but you would, I mean, you would think he'd have to improve on what he'd done. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think they've brought it along nicely. I, I, I think the graph, I think the graph's going up over, and uh, I, I think if if we're going to see a performance from it, it'll be this way. Yeah, but well, as I say, I couldn't knock anybody back in Paisley Fair. Well, I'm not. Look, I mean, at the prices, I mean, it's one of them really. I'd have preferred to have backed Paisley Park a little bit bigger with time in mm-hmm. and them all, and it's one of them. I, I don't really like. You know these bankers this week. There'll be horses this week that are pretty much bomb-proof, like you said about Monkfish. Yeah, that literally just that, just. that'll be the linchpin of the bloggers. Ten uh, trebles and up. Yeah, that's one. that's blogger and stallion like playing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Paisley Park, but I'm not putting up as a bet. I, I just think I'd like to see him win it, um, but no bets at the prices for me. We move on to the uh, Paddy Power Play. It's a two and a half mile. Uh, handicap grade three event. Um, Sneezy's got the favourite here, um, but obviously I think this horse has got multiple entries far class. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where they'll probably go here. Uh, Popeye has got Caribbean Boy in this, and obviously Caribbean Boy you will like for this, but obviously I'm against a lot of Hendo's runners this week uh, for reasons I've stated. John, have you got a selection in this? I thought Umbrigado was really impressive at Newbury. Uh, I hope the kid keeps the ride as well because I think he did well. I thought Umbrigado was just after ducking in um, on the run in, and uh, he uh, he's, he nipped that in the bud straight away. And I thought he had one with plenty in hand. And if I was going to play, I'd wait and see if that ran, and that's the that's the one I'd be interested in. Yeah. Um, fair play uh, no selection for me in this um, without without sort of seeing the final decks etc it's a mushy sort of race isn't it yeah I thought it was a hard race to go through without seeing the final decks I'm just being honest I'd rather not give any advice than, uh, than, 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 than just for the sake of it uh, the 4.15 the penultimate race on the Thursday is the uh, oh God, the dawn run mayor's novices hurdle I'm dawn run yeah, think, 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 forget the sponsors. Sponsors are idiots. Um, so four fifteen Cheltenham. Yep. Yeah. So it's the Dawn Run Mayor's Novices Hurdle. We have joint favourites in 
Hookup and Royal Kahala. John, any views on this? Uh, yeah, man up said uh, Hookup, Royal Kahala, Rosie's Hollow, the Glancing Queen. I'll have decent farm in the boat. Just back whichever one isn't in season on the day. If you, can't, if, you, if you can't find out which one isn't in season on the day, get the patty out and let the dog in for 10 minutes. Cup of tea and pay and maybe yeah. some bimbos. Yeah, for that race. Yeah. I, I kind of agree. Only only one I'll just chuck into the mix, maybe. But it'll <laughs> down to jockey bookings because if it's second string or third string, it's probably not, not off. But mm-hmm. Glens of Antrim, I just felt like something more to offer it was fourth to Blue Lord at Punch's Town on debut um, didn't get its jumping right that day didn't get its jumping right second time out either but should have beaten Statler at Leopardstown with, with, a, with, yeah. a, with a better ride um, and then was disappointed when trying to make it so running at Nars in a time by the way nearly a minute slower than standard how deep is that for good animals you know these, yeah. these, these are 130 to 140 animals and they're running a minute slow. No, um, no. <laughs> that's deep. So, uh, Glens of Antrim, don't be surprised. They're, they're swimming, aren't they? They're not running. Yeah. I, I mean, it's by Flemings Firth out of King's Theatre now. There's nothing in there that says pudding. Um, so, and it's a, and it's a, she's a half um, sister to Glens Melody. So, you know, it's she she's got the she's got the pedigree to sort of be something sometime uh, but I've no idea if it'll be uh, uh, on on uh, on on Thursday we move on to the final race there after our Peyton Gin session um, and it's the uh, Fulk Wall win Kim Muir one of my favourite races actually um, on on the meeting but not not necessarily this year it's just that it usually is one of my favourite races because it's ridden by normally by uh, amateur riders sadly this year it's not John thoughts uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think he'd be that keen on the race this year either because it, I think it looks particularly thin. Um, I thought time to get up looked a worthy favourite. Uh, the brakes were off last time, could have a stone up its sleeve still. Um, one I, <laughs> I am rather sadly still interested in, and you will laugh, is Hold the Note who obviously ah. looked as though he declined to go through with it last time, it was disappointing. Yeah. He could get a longer carry into the race here, but obviously you'd want a short lane. And uh, man, man hiding in the bushes at Knockin tells me that this has long been the target for plan of attack. And there's enough in this one's back catalogue to have Angela Lansbury reaching for the next quick. So, <laughs> um, I, uh, I'd, I'd probably have a look at the price of plan of attack, but. I'm inclined to play all the note pre-race and just see what happens because I, I don't think it's got a, a race of this description in, in it. But obviously, we, we, we're getting to double squiggle time with him, I'm afraid. I like your mark for plan of attack because, I mean, 140 it was in this race last year mm. um, and 137 now. Yeah. So you're £3 lower you've run a perfectly good race in this last year. Yeah. Um, and like you just, you even said it, right? This race this year is still on the ground. Very much so. Right? This race does not represent last year's race, which was a lot more... It was it, tidy it, on it last year, yeah. It, you know, you've got Mal- Kill Film Cross, always places, 
you know, uh, Bob Marler recently ran at Musselburgh in that uh, that Musselburgh Gold Cup, ran second or third, I can't remember. Uh, Milan native of Gordon's end up winning winning the race. Um, you know, this year, like you say, he's definitely a lot thinner. So I like that selection, John. I, plan of plan of attack in double figures it's kind of appeals because I, I watched Time to Get Up, which is obviously favourite. And yes, it's unexposed. It, it you know it's a, it's a fairly unexposed horse. It's eight year old. It's only had like six career starts. I mean, so it's obviously been difficult to train. Um, but they've obviously found the key to it last time. Up in trip, stayed on stoutly, lovely. Up eight pounds, still could be anything. So, but it but it is favourite for a reason. Your hold the note, I think, is very jady. It's more jady yeah. than a, than a, than a pikey on Epsom Downs on Derby Day. But there we go. Uh, but I do I do like your plan of attack a bit more um, in terms of could be plotted up for this. I kind of yeah. like. So that so yeah so that's John's selection. I'm offering nothing other than John's selection. Um, I live off his back most of the time. Um, so we move to the final day of this four day. I'll emphasize four day festival. Forget you five. Should put that firmly in the bin. We start the uh, final day with the JCB. Triumph Hurdle. Very interesting. This is one of the most interesting contests of the week, without a doubt. You've got the top four in the market, Zana here, Tritonic, uh, Quilixios, and Adagio are all four quality juvenile hurdles. I think this is one of the better triumphs I can remember. John, do you agree with that? I think it's a very good race, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll go first here, and I, I'm I'm going to make a call. And Matt Chapman was on recently, um, stating that he thought Tritonic was an absolute certainty for the Triumph uh, after the Kempton win. Um, I beg to differ, and the reason I do is because uh, when Zanahir beat Saint Sam Fairy House, I don't think I've ever seen a more impressive winner. All season in any race. If I, I, I'll, I'll ask anyone to watch that back and watch what it did to Saint Sam, and then after, if you tell me well what was in it, well, I'll tell you now. The time of the race was four minutes two point one seconds. Bally Adam, obviously slowly run race, uh, ran his win that day in four minutes twelve. So if you want a more accurate guide, just to just to back this up, there was a. And, uh, a handicap hurdle, a class A, 44,000 to the winner, which was well run. Advanced Virgo won the race in a time of 4 minutes 8.7. So Zana here had run six seconds quicker than Advanced Virgo, that, that's rated un- an older horse, rated 121. The second was 143, the third 129. I mean, if that doesn't tell you that. Zana here is the real deal. Nothing will. And I, I think it, it's always been an idea of my... Until Tritonic won impressively the other day at Kempton, I honestly thought Zana here was unbeatable. And I'm still going to say Zana here is unbeatable. Job. I, I found it very hard to disagree, to be honest. Um, I, I think Zana here is a tremendous prospect. Uh, Tritonic is perfectly all right. Yeah, one hour there, perfectly all right, and I, I wouldn't have anybody that has a high opinion of it. What I would do is um, chuck one in here at 66 to 1. Oh. That uh, 
I'm not saying it'll break Zana here, but I think it will finish somewhere near Triatonic. And that is Lorcan, who's yeah. uh, Dr. Newlands. It made debut behind Triatonic, is that Scott? Um, and for me, it travelled up every bit as well as that one. But it was keen, yeah. you know? Um, he didn't see it out. And it wasn't breaking that far, considering how, how keen he was. Now, think on, this is out of Harry Dunlops. So, John, just, John, just to stop you there, yeah. like you said, I don't think it's declared. Is not declared? No. There's, tw- there's twelve. There's twelve declared. Uh, it's it's not good. Yeah. Tragic. Tragic out of New England. Yeah. Um, just the twelve. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll happily share with Zana here. Yeah, I, like I mean, I think the time backed it up, and the reason the, the when he won at Leopardstown last time out, it beating Bustleton, which again. Yeah. We sided. I like the fact we sided with two horses in the um, in the Fred Winter that mm-hmm. had wrapped behind this Bustleton and Saint Sam. I yeah. think it's really, I think it's really solid stuff because if we're saying Zana here is the second coming, then well, two have to go well, don't we? Absolutely. So so it kind of ties in. We sort of we 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 you know, we sailed our ship here. We're saying Zana here wins the triumph, and we're saying that the Saint Sam and Bustleton form is solid for the Fred Winter. So. I think that's where me and John are at to kick the final day off. Uh, the 155 at Cheltenham is the second race. It is the county hurdle. Uh, I, again, a race I often love. Uh, love the quick paces in this. Very, very disappointed, John. Very, oh, very disappointed. You'll need both. To see Blue Lord entered in the Supreme. Devastation, isn't it? Um, I mean, this could have been the absolute handicap snipper than me. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I just feel sick that they're running it in a race where you, you couldn't really fancy it. And uh, honestly, I've been climbing all over this like Tarzan. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel sick about it. I really do. Um, Durasso just, just declared as, as earlier engagements in the week. I think uh, you, you can give that a shout. Um, Islands won six, we've won four of these in the last ten years. Three of our winners have been the Skellies. If yeah. they run third time lucky, I think that would go well. Um, I also thought Ganna Pathy of Mullins and the Shultner would be dangerous if that went here in search of the bonus. The Shunter, yeah. You know, um, but gutted about Blowhard, gutted. Well, for, for me, um, the, I had to laugh at the shunter at, at Kelso. Um, I mean, Corley rode it and he, he was terrible. Wide, yeah. mistake. He was all, he still managed to win. I mean, to me, this is where I honestly believe Juice is prevailing because. That horse can't be winning seventy-five thousand pound handicap hurdles, you know, with with rides like that and still winning against good horses. So the shunter, I think, is interesting, but I don't know. I I don't know what to say. Drop drop the anchor. Obviously, was a lovely winner for us, especially for the bar stewards. Uh, we were triple max. Me, Catherine, yourself, <laughs> bang. We all went triple nap. 
10 to 1 it was. Absolutely pissed up at, at, uh, at Leopardstown in a big handicap hurdle. I don't think the rise in the weights is a problem because I think that the horse has got so much more improvement to come. I think it's very useful. I do like Shantoos. They're crazy, but but I do like them. And I think Drop the Anchor has got a lot more to the to offer. And I think 14 to 1 is big. I, I don't I don't think the rise in the weight stops this horse because you watch after the line at Leopardstown, it's growing further clear. There's a lot more to come. A strongly run race, and I hope there's a big field, which there should be. Um, you know, we'll play to this horse's strength. So I dropped the anchor for me. Uh, I'd be backing it again each way in the county. Okay, so we move on to the Albert Bartlett, the third race of the final day. It's the grade one event. Um, registered as a spa novice's hurdle for in the olden days for us old folk. Um, Statler heads the market at nine to two. And I, personally, I think it's a very vulnerable favourite. John, thoughts on the Albert Bartlett? Well, the declarations haven't been very kind to me on this day, actually, because um, I, I thought I had one of the best back to layers of the last five years in this, okay. and we haven't declared him. Uh, devastated because, it, in my reckoning, he came out the same sort of as Barbados books, and he was 100 to 1. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to dwell on that. No. Um, I thought, and Golo would be very, very interesting if he got the hike up in trip a mile. <laughs> He's only a couple of lengths behind Bally Adam earlier this season. And to me, this horse has been absolutely gagging for a trip. Gagging oh. for it. Um, and I think if if he ran here, I think it'd be hugely significant. Um, wide receiver also going up in trip. Decent level of form until now. One respect, um, fifty to one till big about him. This this is the one race I think out the novice races that can absolutely throw one up. You know where everybody's standing around saying how the hell did that win? Um, yeah. And the one I really like, uh, that I think solid is Farouk Delane. Uh, it's got it in the bulk at the trip. Um, it's got a lovely attitude. Stays well. Me me one doubt. Possibly better going right-handed, but yeah. I, th- I, th- I think the solid each-way player would be that one for the lane. But I would definitely play Angolo if if the went eight. In- interesting for Angolo for anyone that's sort of listening to this. Um, Angolo's got five entries, five yeah. entries. He says it, and that that's a lot because you think so. Right, if you think about an owner, right, these entries. I know it's Rich Richie, and they don't care. But as, a, as an owner going into a festival, imagine you own a horse and you, you'd have a plan. You'd say, well, this horse wants this or this horse wants that. There's no reason to make five entries. However, the fact that, that, he, that they have, I reckon they think this horse will run big in wherever they yeah. Like, you don't give a horse five entries at the festival. Well, what's the point of five entries? It's just mental. You know, you, it's a wide variety of trips. Usually, usually it's usually it's like two entries. It's like uh, we we might go for this or we might go for this. Depends on the ground. Blah blah blah. Right, but five entries. So I, I think I think that's an interesting call, John Angola. Um, worth keeping an eye on because just for yeah. that reason, the fact they're making five entries, I think that's that's quite. Yeah, like, where, quite where everybody goes, he wants looking at, doesn't he? 
I think so. Interesting. Well, I've got an asterisk bet, bet in this. Um, um, it is Barbados books of Paul Nichols. Um, I was very buoyed recently by Andy Stewart's comments, uh, the owner, that this horse had been uh, showing real good things on the gallop, improved massively. He, he, he said he improved a stone on anything it's been doing at home uh, in recent times, but that wasn't the reason for the bet. Is he uh, going to say that yet? <laughs> a Barbados syrup um, but yeah I mean the, the mother was a half sister to big bucks um, and I see a lot of big bucks in this horse uh, by that I mean he does absolutely nothing in front keeps winning the win at Kempton for me bought out in spades where he was just comfor- comfortably holding 130 horses at bay without doing a tap um, flick of his ears uh, just all he had to do at the last, and 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 I, I just see everything in in big books in him, you know, stature, everything. Um, I think it's heavily disguising his true ability. I think he gallops all day. I think there's, there's, obviously the trip's no problem. Uh, just gallops all the way, and I think it's an absolute each way a pleasure. Uh, Barbados books, and I would I'm going to say he's an asterisk bet, but he's also my better than meeting. Um, as an each way play around the 13 to 2, 7 to 1 mark. I think, I think he's had a lot of improvement in him. Like, he's very tall and angular. Absolutely. Looks I, think, uh, I think another year when he thickens up, I think it'll be some tall. He's one of them that he'll peak at sort of, sort of 8 and 9. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I, I just, whatever he does here, I just think next year again, it's, I think you've got a serious, serious tool there. So Barbados books is, is, is one of my. Well, it is the best bet of of the Cheltenham Festival on my asterisk at each way a pleasure. Um, I do like the horse. We move on to the um, Cheltenham Gold Cup. Yes, yes, yes. John, you the must big have, one. You must have got. You must have got the Gold Cup winner this year. I, I, I hope so. Um, and and I, th- I think the Plutard is is the one to be with. I was massively impressed with how we picked them up last time, to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I think he, he showed in races at Charter that he's got some serious class and speed, and now the the, the stamina doubts are, have gone. Uh, I, I think he ticks a lot of boxes. Um, of the contenders, I, I can't really see Native River coming back and winning this at 11 years of age. There's nothing wrong with the last run, but you know they just tend not to do this, don't they? Yeah. Album thought, or nobody really likes the horse, do they? You know, I mean, turns up (laughs) in a blow moan, you know, and and big travesty if it wins a third gold cup. Uh, Santini, you've got the Hannibal Lecter of the race, has the ability to beat the foul. (laughs) God knows if that Santini will turn up. I mean. Popeye's sticking cheap pieces on him and seeing as how anybody even last year would have concluded that he needed something after last season he's he's kept this appliance back and he's he's going for on the day shock value well you know if he really wanted to shock him you know turn up so but saddling worries you know uh, Champ the return at Newbury was glorious really I mean we were Rank against him, um, and the 
the only reason people probably aren't taking into their hearts a bit is the, the trainer having talked nothing but shit about him since last year's festival, whether he could get him ready or not, and all this nonsense. Um, he's got loads more speed than our thought. Um, we know he stays better than Minella Indo, etc. So you, you couldn't really be surprised if he won. And then, of course, ITV will treat us to an informative interview with AP, little cherub. John, question, question, yeah. question in this. Um, I've actually got no selection in the Gold Cup at the prices, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, Champ, um, we, we were surprised by the speed he, sh- he showed at Newbury. Oh. And, uh, yeah, but not just that, fleet of foot at the fences, right? Yeah. When in the past, right, if you watch Champ's, you know, he struggled with his jumping, mm-hmm. he, he, he can't get any rhythm. I mean, was that just to go in? Was that down to just changing tactics, going handy, um, and and did the horse? I mean, the horse jumped really well at Newbury over two mile, which is just incredible. You know, when, when he yeah. can't. I mean, in the past, you know, he fell against Midnight Shadow. Um, when he yeah. beat Black Op, Black Op at Newbury over two and a half, he was well, jumping that, left. He was, he, 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 he was making mistakes. Well, I, I thought we had two sticks to hit him with it. Nobody really. I thought, well, he won't be fast enough. And then I felt when he's struggling for pace, his jumping will fall apart. Neither happened. Mm. You know, um, and I think maybe he's Nico had to be a bit more positive on him. And I think given a positive ride, you know, I mean, he's obviously got bottomless stamina. You'd be right away won the RSA last year. So, I mean. Wait. Well, he couldn't win. He, he, yeah, he, could, yeah. he, could, he, could, he couldn't, couldn't win. Just couldn't yeah, win. Yeah. I mean, he rocketed up the hill, didn't he? You know. Yeah. Another search, he should have lapped him. <laughs> I, think he, I think it's why I want to sit the Gold Cup out this year because I just want to watch it because I, I can't predict how Champ will run. I can't. I'll be honest. I, I just, He's a potential spoiler, isn't he? Yeah. It's one of them. Is he, is he this just enigmatic champion that can just... Yeah. A bit like a bit like any any national horse run any trip any ground whatever two mile three mile yeah. put it in front of me I'll I'll do what I need to do yeah. um, you know does he think for himself as in like well I've got these covered yeah I'll come fast and late today or you know I'll I'll go from the front like at Newbury and yeah. well basically put the wind up everyone that's that striped him like I did in running and I mean I. I had um, a Plutard in a few multiples before Champ ran at Newbury, um, and I'm happy to sit on them, but I don't know if I'll be having any more on him. No, it's it's a great race, and like I said, Album Photo is the right favourite. You know, I, 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 he's I, horrible I, though, isn't he? He just, he just yeah, well, it's, it's a turns, depressing horse. Yeah, turns up at Tremor, grinds yeah. it out, running, sticks his head out, and that's yeah. it. Not, it's not like a brilliant champion of the past, like, say, uh, Kauta or Denman or Best Mate. I was going to say, we saw Best Mate more often than that one. Yeah. And happily put up with Jim Lewis and that stupid song. It is. <laughs> God, I'd rather have that back. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I did like uh, it was it, it was a uh, Terry, wasn't it? Terry Biddlecombe. Yeah, he likes yeah. a drink. Oh. Good, good old Terry. 
He, he, uh, maybe that's what put Endo on a bad path. Them getting at Cheltenham Bar after and must be right. He's trying to keep up with Terry. Oh, he couldn't. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, Gold Cup. John's got a Plutard um, in a few multiple bets. Um, I'm offering no selection like a wimp. Um, basically, because I think it's a race to save her. I really do. Um, can't offer any value, so I think it's a race for us to save her. So, we move on to the a better race now, the Hunter's Chase. John's an absolute expert on Hunters, aren't you, John? I, I've been prowling the hunting fails all year. <laughs> um, dog in hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Funnily enough, uh, um, a good friend of mine, Noel Hayes, put this up for me um, about a fortnight ago. Stand up and fight. All right. And he told me he's been backing this like he knows the result. Um, Yeah. uh, Miss O'Connor's been riding it this year. Um, Now, Derek O'Connor won't be able to ride it like he did last year. Um, and that might be a good thing, believe it or not, because he held this horse up miles out of its ground, and I mean it miles. Now, this isn't a race where you can behave like the ghost of Paul Carberry yeah. and, and come from 32nd at the top of the hill and come closing through and lead at the second last. It doesn't pan out like that, and I think given a handier ride, this one would have placed at the very least last year. And this year, I'm sure there won't be as extreme on the tactics. Uh, the way it looks pretty solid, uh, but I think this is a proper value bet. Stand up and say. Good shout. Um, Trained by Edna, of course. And, I, I won't, she, I won't, she loves a winner, eh? I will not upset any of the tweed-wearing, uh, pheasant-carrying folk. Uh, by um, you know making a choice in this, uh, <laughs> only thing I can say is um, I, I did. I watched Billaway um, run at uh, obviously it was second in this last year, but it's boring. It's favourite. I know what boring. Um, it looked it looked like it basically it's got stammer in abundance. But I mean, yeah. I, I'm talking nonsense. I mean, I, I, I don't know more than this than the hoity toities. So I think we'll leave that to the. Uh, well, it could be a gin and pate race again, John. Do you think? Cheltenham Ladies College, Jalas, yeah. isn't it? And whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am back in stand up and face. No, it's a good. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 a good, interesting shout from your fellow Noel Hayes there. Um, so yeah, John's offering stand up and fight there. I'm offering nothing as usual. Um, we go to the four fifteen at Cheltenham. It's the penultimate race. Thank God. On the card, it's the uh, <laughs> uh, Missy. It's the Mrs. Paddy Powers Mayor's Chase, registered as the Libertine Mayor's Chase. It's a Grade Two event over two, an extended two and a half miles on the stiffer course. Ellie May heads the market at thirteen to eight. John, have you any thoughts here? Uh, yeah, I was run out of glasses by then. I'll uh, I'll be drinking gin out of mugs. Uh, I'll be using <laughs> saucers as ashtrays. There'll be crisp packets all over the floor, and. Uh, I've got Ellie May and a few molecules. Yeah, uh, Graham Mayor, this one. Um, she's she she she's been running well. I've watched her in Ireland this year. Um, I watched her at Thurles, I think. Yeah, Thurles on a on a reappearance. She was second to Alaho, which obviously 
that's that's strong form in its own right. Kind of stands out here, but as does the price at thirteen to eight. Annie MC, I'd love to sort of win a race, win, win a race like this. Um, you wouldn't just, because the ginger Hitler's back in it. Oh, that's it then. No, 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 no. Well, we're not cheering that one on. Um, no, no, that, that's that finished. Um, but, but yes, Ellie May, solid favourite at 13 weight, got the form in the book. Um, no real negatives. It's just, it's just the fact of the price. You know, what can we tell you at 13 weight? It's there. There's nothing else with better form this season than that. Um, it's kind of, you know, if you like it, play. If you don't, you don't. But we can't offer a value selection, I don't think, in that. We move to the final race of the meeting. It's the uh, Martin Pike Conditional Jockeys Handicap Hurdle, the get-out stakes when everyone's doing the bollocks. You know, we're absolutely potless. But we're scratching around for funds to find a bet in the last job. Uh, yeah, the Ocean Finance credit cards will be out by then, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, Gentleman to me falls into the could-be-anything category. Fits the profile. Irish are winning six for the minute over the last ten years. Um, five to six-year-olds. Um, you, you need something carrying 11-4 or more, apparently, as well. Okay. Uh, and Golo, he's in again. Yeah. You know, um, they seek him here, they seek him there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, he's, I mean, I mean like, he's, wherever, well, wherever he goes, he's, 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 yeah, he's, he's carrying a wad. <laughs> it's any one of five selectors for Angola. So, I mean, yeah. whatever they choose, it's going to be interesting for sure. You can have an Angola Canadian, couldn't you? know if he's going to do yeah. a chicken roller. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I thought interesting, like Langadan, the Imperial Cup winners in this with a five, with a five pound penalty. Um, I mean, I thought that was very interesting because if he gets in, I mean, he's not certain to get in, but but I mean, with a five pound penalty, I think it takes him to one three five. But even that, space it might get in, might not. But if Langadan gets in. I thought it'd be interesting because it won with absolute any amount in hand at Sandown. Any amount. Um, it's so, still on plus, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the, obviously, the wind ups worked. They obviously knew that. Um, and it, it's kind of, I just thought, interesting for the big double. But like you said, the favourite uh, gentleman to me, um, two runs in France, um, beat both times, but showed a, showed a definite strong level of form in France yeah. then come home and won and won one pull in a car um, keep, you know quite keen it's, it's hard to assess I mean I don't know I, what, 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 what kind of rating do you put on it they've put 139 on it I don't know if that's good or if it's bad I'm sure the betting will tell us on the day if it starts 15 to 8 with 35,000 lined up at 3.0 to lay on the exchanges you can bet 139 is good <laughs> <laughs> if it starts at 10.5 drifting you can probably bet that 139 is bad but certainly well lined up by connections because nobody's got a clue whether it's better no. than or worse than 139 no one no one knows anything other than what they know so that's one of those probably market races I would say that the, the, uh, the Martin Pipe um, and and that, that's sort of me and John finishing with our marathon preview. We've, we've gone nearly two hours. 
I hope you're still with us. I mean, you might need a few gins to listen to it all. Um, absolute rubbish. But anyway, we're, we're, we're back for um, uh, every day of the festival. We won't leave you alone. We'll just, we'll be in your living room. Relentless. Relentless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, we'll be there. And Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week, we shall be doing a Cheltenham aftermath where, like I say, you can take pleasure in my demise, John's demise, uh, any other's demise, and we'll be taking uh, the absolute piss out of everyone, I think, on the day. And there's we'll a that on Twitter and the Facebook page, whatever Absolutely. you know. Yeah, please get your questions and thoughts in on Bastion's Inquiry or on John's blog spot because it makes it more interesting because we can talk about your points and topics and either take the piss out of you or take the piss out of anybody else that that requires it. So, yeah, four, four days there, 20, around 20-minute 20 podcasts each evening just to chew the fat and entertain you uh, for the days ahead with some pointers, hopefully, for the racing coming at the remainder of the Cheltenham meeting. Right, so that's all from me and John on our Cheltenham preview. We shall see you on Tuesday evening for the first briefing after Cheltenham on the first day. Bye for now. <laughs>